Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Today is Sunday, a beautiful and glorious sunny Sunday here in Central Florida, the Sunshine State. It is 12 noon on the dot, and it is March 6th. Um, 2022. All right. I don't know why I never know what day it is. I guess it's okay though. Um, today's podcast is going to be short and sweet. I just want to report, um, since I did the, um, the pep talk podcast and the how to have a good day podcast. Um, I just wanted to, since it was an experiment report on it, you are listening to the Dave Fremlin show share with anyone who's interested out there um takes a super duper long time yeah um and so i anyways and now tonight i'm gonna not give you some information yeah a doctor Um, which i forgot what it is right you are listening to the dave fremlin show i guess we'll see what happens right so how did it work out with doing the um, with doing the uh, pep talk podcast and the how to have a good day podcast. Well, first of all, I is day four now since that day, and I have got to admit that I am not feeling depressed. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic that it will hold up because you know sometimes you know three good days, one bad day, whatever. Today is day four, and I don't feel depressed, and I have decided to follow the same exact plan that I have been following for the last few days because it's working. And so um, I just wanted to let you guys know that the advice that I gave, it, it works. And so for me, and on another note, those podcasts were extremely popular they were heard in as far as six American states and at least two to three countries across the globe. And they were listened to by probably, it looks like about 800 people for the first one and over 700 people for the second one. And those are pretty good for such, usually the amount of time it takes for me to get that many hits on one podcast is a lot further. Like usually somebody will listen to one of my podcasts and then maybe they'll listen to two or three other of them. And then like somebody else might listen to one of my podcasts and then they might get a couple of other ones. But and so like you see the top podcast on the list has the least amount of hits and then the further down they go like in somewhere in the middle have a lot of hits and then they kind of drop off because it looks like a lot of people listen to the first one and then they want to hear what the next two or three are and then they don't want to go back too far. So I can sort of tell, but this has got a very high um, amount of hits for the first couple of days. And so obviously it is a topic matter that is working for people. So what did I do? I'm not going to like totally drag into like the same information. I'm going to enhance information that I already uh, gave. 
And so yesterday I followed the same pattern. I got up and I did the same things in order. And I want to remind me and you and everyone, it's really important to not get out of order. Okay, today, today's day four, I noticed myself getting out of order. I was in bed and I know that I was going to do some writing today. And I noticed that I got out of bed and I worked on the writing rather than making the bed, letting sunlight in, taking light. I started working on writing before I even made the bed. And I knew I was doing it. I was conscious of it. So, okay, I'm going to make a caveat on the routine. Okay, now I don't want to make it like it's okay to like break the routine. I don't have any confidence whatsoever that if I go off the routine that I'm going to be fine. I do not have a belief in that. I think it's very important to stick to the routine. And three days in a row, four days in a row, does not a pattern make. Okay, it makes a it makes a lucky fluke. What makes a pattern is ninety times in a row, a hundred times in a row. Okay, so today I noticed, and it has to do with feeling good. You know, once a person feels good, they no longer feel like they need to do the things that led to them feeling good. At least that's what I've noticed with myself is once I start feeling good, I take it for granted that I feel good and I no longer am vigilant about what kept me feeling good or got me feeling good in the first place. So today I noticed it. I noticed myself getting out of order and I immediately said to myself, I'm going to just write one paragraph. I'm going to go back into my bedroom. I'm going to finish my morning the way that I'm supposed to do it. Okay. And so I did catch myself and I'd reminded myself that I'm not one time getting out of order. It seems like a minor thing, just making a writing, just doing some writing. And I will admit that it's a creative thing. It's not the same as checking email or, or whatever, but honestly, I want to reiterate the importance of doing the routine in order because just because I think that, oh, well, it's this excuse or that excuse, one excuse, one time getting off the order, it breaks the pattern and the pattern needs to be established before it can be destroyed. So I am not scolding myself. I'm just putting it into the world that, you know, even me who developed the entire system is, uh, I am also you know, um, vulnerable to non-vigilance. So I want to put it out there. Three days in a row, I did everything the same and I felt feel good. And today I thought, oh, I can do it this way. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. And I thought to myself, that's not a good idea. It's not good to break the to not do it that way. So I stopped myself and I gently redirected myself and I started, you know, with the correct order of things and I feel very confident about that. It really, what really happened in that moment when I stopped myself from being, doing it out of order and then going back to the right order, I think that was a really good adult parenting of inner child. You know what I mean? Like I, I just somehow got impetuous and then somehow it's like, no, 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 no. You got to do it this way. This is the best way it will help you. And so I'm just really glad that, um, that I was able to notice it and take care of it. And then on another note, you know, I had three good days in a row and Friday or Saturday night is the night that I talked to my mother. 
And I love my mother. I, I don't want to make anybody think anywhere out there that it's ever okay to like disrespect or not love your parents, okay, or my parents for me, okay? But it's really hard because my mom and my brothers and my people in my family, I'm a person who is different. I'm different than my family in the way that I think. I don't know why. I don't know how I got this way. I would not have wanted it to be this way, but I'm the one who's different. And since I have been on my journey to be off of drugs and medications, I have become more and more clear on the dynamics of the relationships that I have with these people. And I determined it was very unsafe for me to continue to be around them, at least until such time as I can figure it out. But I did make the caveat that I don't want to disrespect my mom. So I made a deal to talk to her every weekend. And I'm telling you, I was very nervous about talking to my mom because I'm in a good mood. I'm not depressed. I'm not having mood swings. I'm not angry for three days in a row. And the last thing I want to do is have a conversation with my mom and go to bed and feel upset and wake up and ruin everything. So how... And my mom uses logical fallacies, which you can go, all of these things I talk about, I've talked about over and over again until I'm sick of it. But logical fallacies are a form of abuse, which is used in conversation or debate in order to shut down the opposing person's viewpoint rather than argue on facts, okay? And my family has... I don't want to say conspired against me, but has inadvertently through patterning has used logical fallacies in order to gaslight me throughout my entire life into thinking that I'm not as good as them, that I'm stupid, that I'm some crazy conspiracy theorist, whatever. And I have determined that in fact, I am the one who is indeed right. And I am, I'm just angry that I allowed them to gaslight me in such a way but rather than take out my problems on them because they're just going to be who they are it's unfortunate for them but I was going to talk to my mom last night and I didn't want it to wreck my mood so I decided before the conversation that I was going to not allow certain topics of conversation that I knew would frustrate me and whenever they came up which I knew they would Rather than getting into a big screaming match and getting upset and make myself a fool, I decided to just use the same technique on my mom that she uses on me, which is to simply shut it down. Just say, I am not going down that road with you. And uh, and when it, when it came up more than three times, I'm like, okay, you've mentioned this same path of conversation three times. And three times I've given you uh, a very valid reason why I don't want to go down this path with you. I think that we can talk later. And so rather than getting all upset, I laid out the boundary. I did not persecute my mother. I simply told her when she reached the, the boundary line, I said, this is the boundary line in a very nice way. And I, after the call, I wondered if I was harsh or not harsh because to me it doesn't feel right to use these tactics on people. The tactics that were used to abuse me I don't really feel comfortable using those tactics on people because it's just not who I am. But the only way that to deal with people that are that use those tactics is to use their own tactics against them because it's what they understand. 
Okay. So that's what I did. I basically turned it around. Rather than letting her use logical fallacies on me, I laid out strict boundaries on her. And as far as logical fallacies, I did use a couple of shutdown techniques as like this. Um, no, I'm not going to go down that road with you. Thank you. No, I'm not going to go down that road with you because I don't believe that we are going to be talking about the same information and thus we will never agree. Uh, I don't want to go down that road with you because I'm in a good mood and I don't want it to be a bad mood. And so that's what I did and it worked. And so, you know, today I'm again, it's Sunday. I made it all the way. And, um, and Saturdays and Sundays have traditionally been really hard for me. And the, the today and yesterday has been okay. And so following along the same pattern that has worked for four days in a row, I'm doing the exact same thing today. What is the first rule? Do not overload the day. Okay. And conversely, it's not good to underload the day. If I have nothing on the day, it's not going to help me because I'm going to lay around being uncomfortable. If I have too much on the day, I'm going to stress out and not be able to deal with it. So to have a comfortable amount of things on the day with the right and the privilege of being able to cancel or add depending on how things go. So, and I start out with the easiest thing first. I'm Dave Fremland, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. And I go to the thing, and then I come home. And then I go to the thing, and then I come home as I feel comfortable. And so that's rule number one. And rule number two is refer to rule number one, first of all. And then second of all is to only be concentrating on the thing actually at hand. And when thoughts come in that are about something that is not right now, it's really important to just go, okay, well, right now I'm making a podcast. Right now I'm working on my writing. Right now I'm at the grocery store. You know, I can deal with my checkbook later. I can deal with that phone call later or that email later. Doesn't have to be right now. And, and don't do the most overwhelming thing first unless it's a day when you feel extremely confident and you want to get the hard thing done first and then everything else is a breeze. You know, I could go either way on that. That is That rule, rule number three, is completely dependent on confidence level at the time of initiating project. Okay? So, you know, short and sweet podcast today. I just want to do a report on how it's going and I will return to my normal topics which will include vaccines which will include ukraine not trusting government not trusting uh you know authority figures and conspiracy theories and all those other fun and exciting topics in politics all those topics will start to uh return to um once i start having a string of positive days in a row. I don't think four is enough to establish non-depression. I'm cautiously optimistic. I think four days is great. I'm so happy about it. I don't want to ruin it. But I also, from 
years of experience know that anything can happen and can completely turn it around. And so I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm doing all the things that I know how to do the as best as I can vigilantly. And I'm going to try to stretch out a string of positive days as long as it can. And on the day that it's not a positive day, I'm going to accept the fact. Because another thing, and this is really important, I, I, I remembered this this morning, is, you know, while the body is becoming equalized, learning how to readjust and make chemicals again, there's a thing that happens is you have a good day, you have another good day, you have another good day. And then the next day after that, your body is exhausted because it, in order to have the, the good chemicals for those three days in a row, that might be all my body can do for three days. You know, it used to be where I could feel good for an hour and I'd be exhausted and then be depressed for a week. And then it was like three hours and then it'd be exhausted for only uh, six days, you know. And so as the body becomes stronger, the ability to maintain, you know, the, the brain is only 2% of body mass. It takes up 25% of body energy. And so think about that. Okay, so in order to make the chemicals that are needed, the dopamine, the norepinephrine, the, the oxytocin and endorphin, serotonin, in order to do that, your body has to have the energy to do that and you have to have the materials to do that. So proper nutrition, good rest. When any of these are out of whack, you know, the, my body, I make serotonin for one day and then my body goes, oh, enough of making the serotonin already. I, I don't, I'm tired. And so... It, you know, uh, what I'm trying to explain, I hope it's coming across, is that you can't expect it to be perfect every single day in a row because the body also has its own needs. And, you know, sometimes when you're feeling that, like, why was I happy for four days in a row and today suddenly I'm depressed and tired? Because the body, the brain is working. It's working. It's taking up a quarter of your energy per day for only 2% of body mass. That means the rest of your whole body has to function on only 75% of energy. And what are those functions that that brain is doing using up all that energy? Well, it's making chemicals. It's making chemicals. It's processing information. It's storing uh, data. It is utilizing, it's, it's controlling every muscle and movement in your body. It's blinking your eyes. It's breathing for you. It's telling your tissues to, to reproduce. It's doing so much. And you're asking it, I want you to make more dopamine. I want you to make more epinephrine. I want you to make more of this. And yet I'm not going to give you what you need in as far as rest and sunshine and, and, and you know, stress-freeness. I'm going to just overload you all the time. No, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know, it's not sustainable. And so, you know, it's, it's a, a revelation that I came up with this morning is that I kind of thought, okay, wait, I've had three good days in a row. It's highly possible that I could go into a down because my brain just simply might be running out of energy in order, like maybe the chemical mechanism that makes these chemicals is just burned out by four days in a row. So I am taking it very cautiously today, optimistically cautious, cautiously optimistic. And um, when I get enough of these in a row that my confidence goes up, 
then I will start diving into some of the more heavy issues that some of you people are really used to me talking about. And one last thing, as far as my pain and restless legs, I wanted to acknowledge that the pain in my foot is still great, grand, and horrible. And the restless legs that I experience at night is still frustrating, annoying, and irritating. However, in the last three nights that my mood has been better, my ability to deal with those frustrations has also been um, more attuned. And so that's my podcast for today. Um, For those of you, I I have a record number of listeners. So I really want to thank you for supporting me and my podcast. Um, And, you know, if you know anybody who you think will benefit from hearing these messages, then I encourage you to please pass it on. Because my whole purpose of this whole thing is that I really do suffer. I, I am a very uncomfortable person most of the time. And I just think that if there's somebody out there who can, who can learn something from how I have dealt with my issues, that maybe they can avoid having to figure it out later for themselves. You know what I mean? Like maybe you go, oh, I'm going to try what he said. And then maybe it works. And then maybe you don't go on the medications that I was on. And maybe you don't fall down the rabbit hole that I fell down. Maybe you avoid that pitfall. Maybe. I, I have hope. I would like to think that. And even if not, then I would like to think that by sharing with my experience that somewhere out there in the world, that good is being done by it. Otherwise, I don't really have a purpose for this. It's not, I'm not grand. I don't want fame. I don't want fortune. I just, I just don't want other people to have to have the same. I I would like to, I would like to feel that somebody else didn't have to suffer as much as me. That's really what I want. So, you know, if you guys can make that happen, that'd be really great. All right. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.